Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Green all by himself. 20, 10, touchdown. 98 yards and a Lambo leap. Here is your host, Amon Green. All right. Welcome into the show. I'm your host, Amon Green, and listen to my right here, my man Harrison. How you doing, man? It's good. NBA. Season yeah, opener today. Yeah, tonight, <laughs> I know the Bucks. Who the Bucks play? Uh, Bucks I, aren't. I said that in class today. Yeah, Bucks aren't today. I think the Bucks are going to be tomorrow. Tonight, it's the Lakers Nuggets at 6.30, Suns and Warriors at 9. So okay. only two games That might have been it, because I was talking about it. I mentioned it in class or in passing of a conversation of like, oh yeah, NBA yeah the Bucks tonight. actually don't play till Thursday and they'll play at 630 against the 76ers so that'll be a good one ooh, as well ooh, and Joe and Beep hopefully went, came through training camp pretty good so you got Lakers and Nuggets 630 pick uh, tip off so about 25 minutes on uh, probably what TNT or something like that yeah I'd imagine that is the home of basketball and then uh, the Suns and the Warriors ooh on TNT as well yeah both games on TNT they're right up does that right above them and uh so in no cal at the chase center and uh lakers on the road in denver not too far from here so interesting interesting and then we have uh the kid he's literally a kid over he came from france and he's playing for san antonio i don't want to mess his name up but i'll get oh it uh victor Wembenyama. victor Wembenyama. 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 Got it. Kind of got to break that one down. I'll just, or say it a few times. Yeah, I'll break it down. Kind of like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yep. That's one where, a minute. Yeah, yeah just got to keep Katupo. saying it. Yep, Antetokounmpo. Got ah. that down right. So, yeah, got NBA starting. Shoot, baseball still going. So, there's that one moment in yeah, professional just went sports down. Yep. where every, every – so, you got basketball, you got baseball, you got football, and if you go to world, you have soccer – you go outside the U.S. Yeah, start going to start, the Premier League. Yeah, you got soccer and then rugby too. So you have in the U.S. three of the four professional. Oh, hockey's going too. Yeah, that really starts picking up. That's kind of yeah. that has this pretty similar timeline to so, the NBA. That's what I always feel bad for. I should watch more hockey, but it picks <laughs> up right around the same time yeah. the NBA does. And so we're at that rare that time of the year where it's that crossover. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all four professional sports here in the U.S. and then you, like I could say, you count overseas and other countries. So you got. If you're a fan, if you're a sports fan, you're like, I got everything. I'm happy. We're talking about, I know with NFL, it was a, a time in the NFL season where it was like 30 days straight of football or something like that mm-hmm. <laughs> between <laughs> August and like mid-September. So yeah, sports is definitely on the in the fabric of not only the U.S., but the world and controls and is a part of so many different little avenues, conversations, mm-hmm. um, just uh, like talking about it today, I had a guest on my in my class today, um, Dr. Jen Welter, who was the first women's NFL football coach. She coached linebackers with Bruce Aarons. Okay, what year would that? At 20, you know? 2015. <laughs> that was way too late. Yeah, but good, good. That yeah, happened. exactly. Way too late. But you know, since then, there's been other coaches, women coaches in the NFL, um, NBA. Yep, even um, WNBA. Talking uh, about Victor. Uh, San Antonio Spurs assistant coach Becky Hammy. Becky Hammy, she got two. Yep, she um, just got a second ring. WNBA, mm-hmm. and she who that's how I was about to bring her up. 
with Popovich hiring her as an assistant on his staff um, in the same year, around the same time, 2014, I believe. And then she got hired on by the WNBA when they created the ACES mm -hmm. in Vegas. And then right away, she has two rings. And it just depends on you know where she's putting them. Or is it all on one hand? Or they're gonna, <laughs> she going to put one, one right, one left? You know, as a kid, I'll probably do one right or left because I remember if you get, you had that one TV show with the comic book, uh, comic book characters, Super Friends. Yeah, now that <laughs> one's the ring. my head. And yeah, that one's, yeah. That one, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm old. So Super Friends is one. They had the Super Twins. Yeah. And the Super Twins would say this little little phrase and then they'll like match up their fists with the rings and everything. So people like her, people like Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes, they could like, Super friends, this thing because they got big rings. <laughs> yeah, they got a few. They got a few rings on that. Tom Brady, he's kind of he solo. Himself. Yeah, he's kind of solo by himself. He could do it solo. He can know. go up to Bill Belichick. Yeah, him and that's if yeah. they still get along. <laughs> you can't tell with Bill. I um, feel like they still do. The way they, well, I should say, if when they get to the public media, it does seem like they still got friendly relations, yeah. fair respect for each other. I never hear like anything negative about them. Uh, Unless it's from someone who's not Bill Belichick or Tom Brady, right? I never right. hear from those guys themselves, so that's why I'm just not buying it. Yeah, amongst themselves, I hope it is a good you mm -hmm. know, working. You know, if it's a working relationship, just when, you know when it gets on the cameras and on and everything are rolling. But uh, even better if it's you know still on a personal level, it's still good because obviously what they did together was special. A lot, a lot of Patriots fans love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> NFL definitely did because it was like when Michael Jordan came to the NBA and. It brought a whole new factor along with and before that Magic Johnson, Larry Bird competition. But then this get this kid from North Carolina comes through and it's like, hold up. And then re re uh, recreates the NBA and then brings on another generation of talent. You know, talking like we we're talking about Giannis and now we got Victor down in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Don't then, forget about Chet. Still excited about Chet Holmgren, the OKC. Another he, oh, he was okay. hurt his uh first year. But he's kind of got very similar build. Victor, he? he doesn't really feature in the same amount of guard skills got that it. Victor does. I'll check him out. But he's definitely going to be a defensive problem. Golden State, he's, you said? No, oh, no. OKC Thunder. O OKC. Yeah. And bad. they got a nice squad, too. They got a bunch of young players. I'm still pretty high on Josh Giddy. Uh, and we do have Cup Scurry. Again, you guys can join the show anytime. 402-464-5685. That is the Sarder Heyman text line or the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Uh, you guys can join in the show. Keep us company. We can talk about whatever you guys want to shoot a text for. But we do have the Cup Scurry says, I'm only 24 and I loved Super Friends as a kid. So maybe it's not that old because I'm 24 years old and I don't remember. <laughs> no, yeah. Super Friends was definitely an 80s. So you were an 80s kid. 99 was when I was oh, Okay, yeah, you missed that. <laughs> you definitely missed that one by about almost 13 years. It was like between, it was like mid 80s, actually early 80s, but it carried long because eventually syndication came through. If they were mm -hmm. stopped making episodes, they would just start them up another season and yeah. go from there. It doesn't, so, like, I feel like the name's familiar. I've never seen it. I couldn't put it in the images in my head, but I wouldn't be surprised if they had reruns that Cubs Crew was probably. Yeah, you would recognize popular of some of the popular comic book heroes in there because Super Friends, you had the Super Twins, but then just like any other, I believe it was DC. So with all the DC gambit of comic book heroes, Superman's in there, Wonder Woman, he's popping up. She's popping up every now and then. Batman pops up along with Robin. So you had it's a there it was the DC universe of comic book characters. So short run though, only from nineteen eighty four to nineteen eighty five on ABC. Same longer. It totally seemed longer. That means they only had a year. Super Friends was also a 1973 TV series. I wonder if it's something they kind of pick up and put down a couple mm, of times in the past. Interesting. If it was only a year, that means they were recycling that thing like crazy. Because I was watching that into 
Like even on like networks when Boomerang and Nickelodeon came around, like mm-hmm. really early in the morning or real late at late at night, if it's like midnight on Nickelodeon, you could catch it. <clears throat> so, what was the player from uh, OKC you mentioned? Uh, Chet Holmgren. So, oh okay, Holmgren. yeah, yep, from Gonzaga. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember Chet. I remember him. Yeah, I think nice. he's gonna be. A, oh, you remember? People are already kind of forgetting about him a little bit just because the injury, but it was being, a leg injury most likely, or what was it? Let me uh, check. Let me check. Yeah, you'd have to double check that one. But the uh, do we have someone saying it's actually Victor Wembanyama? Wembanyama. 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 I think I was saying Wemben. So Ban. Got to put the Wembanyama. Got it. Got it. Got to get we'll it right. We'll get that one. Get that one. That'll be my. That was my mom. My mom went off on a uh, God local sports commentator <clears throat> was for years in Omaha. He did. I think he was a uh, channel WOWT channel okay. six, and he did the sports. He was a sports anchor, and he not only said my name wrong, he spelled my name wrong, <laughs> double whammy, and he he said my name. He said, and it was my first game on that they had coverage of. I was at North my sophomore year, mm-hmm. starting the first regular season game against Benson, so rivalry game, and I had a nice little sixty-five yard run. Got caught um, by one of the fastest guys in the state, so I'm not going to feel bad about it. It was Ronnie Doss. Shout out to Ronnie Doss and his family. Boy had wheels. Okay, it was basically trying to run. At that time, I was trying to outrun Usain Bolt. Okay. Not going to happen unless I'm <laughs> Superman or at the talent where I'm at now right. where I had four one, four two speed. Nah. So I was just happy to get out. I was just hoping he was blocked, but he was not. And... uh so he catches me, you know, and then have a night now. And then later on, fast forward, end of the game, game over. We, I think we won, falling by a touchdown. It was a close game, or we might have lost. Either way, it doesn't matter. But I'm at home now watching the game, WWT, and uh, Ross Sternstrom. That's who it was. If you remember that name, mm-hmm. he's still around, Ross. Ross, if you're out there listening, he <laughs> <laughs> might be. The one moment you not, I say, made my mom not very happy. So she actually, so she hears it first. So I man green runs down the sideline for a nice 64. Say 65, that one more time. 65 yard test or run. I man. I man green. I man green. <laughs> and then, then it rolls, it scrolls at the bottom and it sticks. You know, they, they scroll it, then they stop it and it says, it's spelled I M A N green. And she, and she called the network. She called the station. I don't know who she got a hold of, <laughs> but I could see my mom in the, I could hear, hello. I need to talk to somebody. My son's name is not I Man Green. <laughs> it's Oman. A H M A N. That's not, she I'm probably a, would take that personally. Oh she, yeah, she'd be thinking she like named, she named me. Yeah. You know, between my mom and dad. Yes, she mm. was in charge of that. And to see I Man. And to see I Man like I like close. It wasn't even not even A H wasn't even considered <laughs> to be put on there. They just assumed right away. I'm like. If they were at the game and got the program, so that means hopefully they the program said that, so they could at least be a clerical error. That's gonna be there. my next question. I wonder what the program right said. what the program say yeah. because usually I've done games. I've no guys that done you know high school games. They just get the programs or they you know internet wasn't quite the thing then. This is nineteen ninety two, nineteen ninety two. So, so you need that program. We just times. getting into tech. Like it wasn't until ninety five, my freshman year, where before that. 
emails start getting sent out in like 1994. Yeah, that was kind of because I was born in 99 and that was the big thing yeah. was the email. My parents were like, what do you need? It was crazy. Yeah. Like that was like so, kind of the crazy technology and everyone it, was freaking out. Exactly. So you're just like at that time, email. So by the time you're born, emails is like adolescent. It's mm-hmm. like four or five year old thing. And and so we had none of that. And so <laughs> I just remember that it went down. Oh, I'm angry. So I understand. I, I feel the the need to make sure you enunciate and, and pronounce people's names properly as possible. So, yeah, I will practice that all season long because I like to talk basketball. I'm a fan. I say of the sport and the uh, athletic ability of the athletes, WNBA athletes, NBA athletes as well, because that's one thing as a kid. This was the only sport I wasn't confident in. Really? Basketball? Up. Basketball. What was it? Just like the... It what aspects of the game were dribbling okay and shooting pretty big ones the, the, the main ones <laughs> the main ones but in the context of playing with my friends for fun playing 21 around the world around the world course, whatever it is wasn't because it was like to me, i knew it wasn't a game mm-hmm. it was a game but it wasn't like a game where i gotta sit there and try to uh cross over somebody and then dunk it or lay up no it was just you know 21 you just Make whoever makes the most shots, you know, and get the 21 points or a horse. Right. But then when it got to when I got asked by my friends, like, hey, why don't you play for the school team? And I'm like, and I don't call it. It's just my whole life lasts before my eyes. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, that was the only sport up until, I mean, follow me all through elementary, junior high, high school, because obviously it's a prominent sport. It's being played everywhere. And it's just one of those sports, like, I could not get down. And actually, I was pretty good dribbler. I just didn't obviously practice it every day like I did kicking or throwing the football right. or hitting a baseball, which I did. Um, if I would have stuck to it more, I would have definitely, I know 100% I would have got good at it. Because even now when I put in, I, I, I'll be, uh, what's that, weekend warrior in it. And like, I'm going to go grab the basketball at the garage and dribble, dribble for like 20, 30 minutes and then do it the next day. And then by Monday, I, I got a nice little crossover going, you know. I'm an athlete. I got some ability <laughs> to uh, adjust. But yeah, that was the only sport. And it just it would just irk me because I knew if I put in a little time, be serious about it, it would have worked. I say so, but at that age though, then I'll be like, all right, you know, somebody asked me to play, I'll go. Yep. And so by that time I got win of I caught win of Dennis Rodman. Okay. So I'm like, I'm gonna beat Dennis Rodman. That's my guy. Cause I didn't see him shoot a whole lot. Yeah, just chase shoot. down rebounds of being a chase down, play defense. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Hey, I, I got him. I'm, a, I'm, a, I got the quickest feet on the court. And I go let people get around me or to the hoop, block it, rebound it. So I was the shortest dude grabbing boards because I had hops <laughs> <laughs> on the court. They were like, "Man, this little dude got hops." I'm just jumping out the gym. I'm like, man, can you can you? And then I'm like, and they like, can you let you know. Go shoot the ball. I'm like, no. That's, <laughs> no, where, that's, that's where it ends. It's where it ends. Grabbing boards, locking somebody down, man to man. Oh, that's all me all day. A layup is, it was suspect for a while. Like I made the layup thing work. And then it was also, I had to get to the right hand, but that took a while. But the left hand was right away. So, I always, yeah. I always forget that. The lefty. Yep. 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 So you had baseball in the background, you had football, Back, track. In the bag. Yeah, all of those Football, in the bag. baseball, in the bag. So basketball, was it was just a time thing? It was a time thing and just a confidence thing. Like okay. I said, if I just d- had the confidence to put myself to say, okay, I'm going to dedicate more time to this, just like I was doing with football and baseball, where I was comfortable with it. Like, I could play football, baseball in my sleep. Yeah. You know, I could understand. You know, I didn't, it didn't take long for me to get, grasp that 
And part of it is probably because I probably had better coaching at both of those when I would never really played other than one year of Little League basketball at the Little Rec Center in uh, in town in Los Angeles, not far from my house. That was it. And I don't even remember the coaching <laughs> because I was so like still processing the game. Right. And I was probably one of the, the unfortunate part. I was probably, we were the bad news bears of base basketball. I was probably the best player on the team. <laughs> oh, it was the kind of a rough squad. Around it was there. a rough squad. It was like, we were shooting the ball in another team's basket. Okay. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> and I, I'm like, at least I knew that. I'm like, hey, bro, where are you going? He grabbed the board and he took off the other way. We're like, like he, he, my teammate grabbed the board thinking he's going to take it right back up. He grabbed it. He shoots off to the, and nobody chases him. And he wonders why. Like, bro, nobody, you're going to their hoop. <laughs> he's like, oh, is that why nobody brought me, you know, stopped me? No, you know, I had a clear, a clear, a clear lane to the hoop. It's yeah. crazy. That does happen. I was watching. It was a woman's highlight. Yeah. And this is the crazy part. So the girl, it's after the free throw. Right. There's some confusion. Yeah. She takes the ball. She should have put it back up. She got the offensive rebound. Off, but, a, off a free throw. Off okay. a free throw. Yep. But yep. instead, she turns around, starts going the other way. The refs don't catch it. The players start running with her. The whole team flips sides of the court. And I don't think anyone ever figured it out until like the next half. Oh, they, wow. they fixed it. Oh, so they, <laughs> it so they were, were they still scoring? I think so because the scoreboard didn't know what to do because the refs didn't stop the game. Oh. The girls all went the same way. So yep. it was the one time where it maybe actually worked out because everyone just kind of agreed. Wow. <laughs> were, wow. We're switching sides of the court here. That's interesting. Yeah, it, that's, it was one of the I'll sh- I'll, high school, college, pro, or I think it was a high school. High school. It might have even been AAU. Gotcha. But if gotcha. I can find the clip, I'll send it to you because it made gotcha. me. It, I was laughing out loud. Definitely. I couldn't believe it. Definitely. I've seen that. Not to catch I've it. seen that though. I've seen on social media these days. We have you know the tech or TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. You'll see that video pop up oh, of, yeah. of a unfortunate basketball player going to the wrong hoop, but uh, but yeah, that confidence thing, and that's what that's something I talk about, and I will be talking about with my players, um, with esports is their confidence in the game, and then we're talking about we're talking about Overwatch team from last night. You know, we didn't win against Michigan. We had good game though, mm-hmm. and we had good film to study off of, and you know, the, amongst the players, the conversation right after very positive, very uplifting to hear. Okay, yeah, we're not far away. You know, this is a new team. We got two transfers from Concordia. We have a freshman from uh, West Side that's a really good player. But you know, he's first year. We have two, like I said, two from uh, Concordia. They played together for the last two, three years already. So they know each other. But they, everybody got to get everybody else got to come in, right. get used to it, just like any other team sport. And so, like I said, very positive, very uplifting to hear what the mindset is. But one of the bigger things that one of the players said amongst them. You know, while I was tuning in, you know, something I was going to say if somebody didn't say it is their confidence. You know, having that confidence of going in a game, no matter what the game is, no, no matter the time of the year, if it's the first game, second game, big game, playoff game, championship game, it doesn't matter. If you don't have that confidence, you have that self-doubt, it doesn't matter. You could be playing get your, you know, kids that are not experienced in that game. They will, they will beat you. You know, if it's a esports game or you playing against your little brother or sister mm-hmm. and you're 15 years old, if you don't have confidence, little bro, little sister's going to dominate. <laughs> I'm like, I dominated you. So you just got to have that confidence. And that's something as a kid I learned, obviously, growing up in Los Angeles, coming back here, being in Omaha and then eventually Lincoln and, now, you know, teaching it to my, my players, teaching it to my own kids, my own kids that I fathered and raised, helped raise. And so it's just having that confidence, if you don't, Say, turn it on yourself, and it's got to be where you're self motivated. It's 
obviously a learned thing, but when you have it there, you understand it and like what, how it comes into effect. And I say, when you, when I, and I explain it like that, because then you don't want to have that confidence where you overconfident. You want to just have it where it's game time. All right. I know what I need to do. Like you're confident because you know the game, you know, yeah. the, you know the fundamentals because obviously basketball, as you know, very fundamental base game. Mm-hmm. If you have the fundamentals down where you could, you don't have to be dribbling like Stefan and all that. But if you know how to just basic dribble down the field or down the court, excuse me, and have a simple crossover, you'll be a little bit above average player. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one thing because you got to imagine too, this is C2 basketball, which I don't want to discredit it, but my, you know, the head coach always said, like, if you can dribble, not turn the ball over that's and it. play defense. That's fundamental. You're going to have a role. <laughs> exactly. That's fundamental. Mm-hmm. In football is hold on to the ball, throw the ball accurately, catch the ball, and then on on defense, tackle the person in front of you and then get off a block. Absolutely. If you could do those things defensively, in football, offensively, and then over in basketball, do those basic things. And in esports, it depends on the game. So we're talking about League of Legends here. So basic, fundamental stuff. Tracking your target. Being accurate with tracking your target. So once you track it, that means you follow it with your eyes and your gun and then hitting the target when you press the button, you know, the trigger or your uh, mouse button, if you're using mouse and keyboard, and you hit that and your accuracy is anywhere from 40, like you're 40% and up, you're that, you're that dude, you're that girl. That's that sweet number, 44 40, Anything I say, if you're at your accuracy, I say you're um, targeting and KDA, or I say targeting accuracy, if it's above 40%, you on you where you need to be, man. I wonder. I would not want to know what my number even is. To be honest, <laughs> I, I, I might be sitting in the low teens. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just. And but again, you're practicing it every day. You mm-hmm. know, like I like I was mentioning. You know, you're practicing catching the ball, running the ball, throwing the ball. You're practicing tracking uh, your target, hitting your target, and then little stuff comes in like map awareness, how to shoot from a different angle if you're up high, if you're down low, and you have to shoot up. Just working on those little things bit by bit. So if you don't have those fundamentals down, that's where the confidence could go out the window at game time. And then you'll find out who you really are. Yeah, I mean, we see it all yeah. the time. We talk about it, it stretches across sports. Teams are yeah, up big. They everywhere. get too confident. And pretty soon, the whole thing starts falling apart. Right. And then they're getting tight. They're panicking. Other teams got all the momentum. Now they're extremely confident. And uh, you just hope that they catch the same bug that they might have had right, <laughs> when right. you were up big. And so I ran on this road. I say I ran. this ran across my path my first year. At Lakeland, where I had players that we had practice very well. I think I told you this too. Yeah. And one player, obviously, I thought was ready to play. Mm-hmm. So, and he thought he was ready to play. And all the comments, once the game, the first round of first match of Call of Duty went down, all his confidence just got scared out of him. And I'm like, uh, what's going on? I've never seen Call of Duty players play that fast. I'm like, um, you sure? You play that fast. Probably. Like, you play that fast. When we're in practice, we're scrimming against other schools or scrimming against each other. And he's like, no, 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 this is way faster than me. And I'm like, oh. I said, all right, we need you back, though. We need you. That's just map one. <laughs> yeah, we lost map one, but let's go. We got two more maps to go before we call this thing a wrap. And if we win the next one, we're going to push it to five. So let's go. And he was just, it was him, then another player was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> What is going on? So, yeah, that, that told me that was a sign of even though we had all that practicing in and fundamentals, basics, what I saw, and make sure I was pushing and working on every day, working on the track and working on their aiming, working on their accuracy, 
making sure they don't die hard. KDA um, was up and still didn't have that confidence once the game started. When the real stuff, when the real bullets start flying in Call of Duty in that match, and for any shooter, you know, you uh, they they kind of basically disappear. It's like the Dame Leonard Gatorade commercial, the new one. Yeah, when that moment that gets there, yep. And if you're not hydrated. You don't hit the shot. You don't. You're not clutch. So yeah. So my man was not clutch there, but he learned something about himself, obviously. And the players here, um, Nebraska, were definitely there. They were. They showed up. Obviously, Michigan was just a little better. Mm-hmm. So the confidence for my Nebraska players a little bit different. It was there. They just got to work on stuff that's fixable. Map awareness. You know, communicating a little bit better. And then being Overwatch, you have so many different levels of things you got to know about your tank. Um, make sure that tank has a healer, a support, basically what we call in DPS is wreaking havoc on the other team because right. they're, they're damaged. And then um, having your snipers, you know, if it's Hanzo or Black Widow, way back in the area, taking off the, you know, clearing out the map for some of the other opposing teams players to make sure they keep the numbers down or even, you know, 4v5, 5v5, stuff like that. So when you have that confidence, you remember all the things you should be doing. Because mm-hmm. when you don't, you panic like one kid did no long time ago or a few years ago. Um, but if you don't panic and you don't have the confidence, at least you're now learning and it's getting better at what you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's how you respond to it afterwards, right? Yep. Look at the tape, figure out what went wrong, and just evaluate and get better from it. But we do got to go ahead and throw it to our first break here. Yep. This is the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison running the ones and twos. Amon Green host is always sitting in studio. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit.